0: Hello everyone, it is December 1st, and we are now 24 days to Christmas, and welcome back to the Heart of Hallmark podcast. I am Grace Hart, and today we have Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Are you there, Sarah? Okay, we're just waiting for Sarah's technical difficulties. She's trying out some new equipment. So we will get there, but today we will be reviewing the movie Time for Them to Come Home for Christmas. So while we're waiting for Sarah to connect in here, we'll just do a quick recap for you. This movie was um, about a week or so ago, and the quick synopsis on this movie is that during the holidays, a woman who has amnesia catches a ride with her handsome nurse to investigate the only clue to her identity a newspaper clipping for a Christmas festival, with an invitation. This movie stars Jessie Schramm. She's one of my favorites. You'll remember her from A Nashville Christmas Carol, Country at Heart, also Road to Christmas, Harvest Moon. And it also has Brendan Perry, which everyone recognizes, from Chesapeake Shores, The Charm Bracelet, and, of course, the Vineyard movies. You with me yet, Sarah? Yes, yes. I'm here. Sorry. There she is. That's Okay. <laughs> technical difficulties that's okay life (laughs) happens we'll get this down but wonderful so i just did the recap while we were waiting for you to connect in
1: okay
0: who's in this and of course jesse tram who's one of my favorites i love her a nashville christmas carol from last year i love that (laughs) it was a good movie and of course most people know brendan penny there from chesapeake shores Mm -hmm. and all the vineyard movies You know, autumn in the vineyard, spring in the vineyard, and Valentine's (laughs) in the vineyard. (laughs) Everything at the vineyard. There's there's probably a Christmas at the vineyard, or they should make one. It's a busy vineyard. (laughs) Yes. So this one uh, was part of the series, Time for Them to Come Home for Christmas. There's been a few of these. Um, There's been an It's Time to Come Home for Christmas. It's Time for You to Come Home for Christmas. So this is, I think, third in the series. And on this one... Jesse Schramm plays Jane and we start off with this movie that she's at a diner. She's leaving the diner. The weather is bad. Roads are icy and she has a car accident because that's what happens in the wintertime. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, lucky for her, because this doesn't happen in real life in wintertime to us, she's brought into a hospital where the wonderful Paul works And that's how she hooks in with Brendan Penny because he plays Paul and he works at the hospital and um, there's nothing to identify her with. She wakes up with amnesia. She can't remember who she is. And since she has no name, they call her Jane. Obviously, Jane Doe. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So Paul and her start talking. She asks him about his life. Uh, we do see, on I do, did notice that they queued over to the calendar and it's one week before Christmas.
1: Yes, they so. definitely <laughs> pointed that one
0: out. <laughs> it was so quite I, obvious. Yes, I'm thinking this must be a time crunch because a couple of times, not just once, they panned over to the calendar <laughs> and showed them like crossing days off. So that yeah, we, they were marking uh, it down. <laughs> so we get to the point that, yes, it's getting close to Christmas. They still can't figure out who she is. But I thought it was cute. She helped them to make paper snowflakes to decorate the ward with. <laughs> and she then, was
1: making friends with the people in the ward, too, which was kind of interesting.
0: She was. And fun. She was very popular and very helpful and seemed to um, boost the morale of everyone else on the ward. Yes. I guess she made the best of what she, you know, best of what she had there, being stuck in a hospital, not knowing who she was. Mm-hmm. You know, which is probably never a really good thing and frustrating. I thought it was interesting, though, that you see his decision of staffers asking him if he's going to go home for Christmas.
1: Yeah, that was um, an interesting little tidbit as well, because you weren't really sure why he didn't want to go home for Christmas in the beginning. And then he changed his mind and you still don't really know what's going on.
0: Right. You just knew that he for some reason all of a sudden he felt that he needed to go home mm-hmm. for Christmas because nobody called him or anything. It was just a decision. Oh, are you taking time off to go home? No. Um his so- coworkers
1: seemed pretty adamant that he should go too.
0: Yes. And Jane encouraged him that he should go home. So I thought that was nice. That she's, are you gonna go home? And which changes his mind. He decides to get coverage and uh and go home you know so I thought see she, she did something good mm-hmm. so he decides to go home and I thought um and she woke up and there was a little Christmas tree in her room I thought that was so cute so cute <laughs> <laughs> I'm th- I'm assuming Paul did that correct or was yes, he day?
1: that was the thing that he said he had to do before he left
0: okay so just I'm just remembering back here I just assumed it was from him so, um, and then he did get coverage from a coworker um, to go home for Christmas, and he got uh, he got the coworker a gift. So he came back in to give the gift to the coworker, and happens to see that Jane is leaving the hospital, even though she's not supposed to. Right,
1: <laughs> we have the doctor and the sheriff—they're both trying to stop her.
0: Yes, I thought the sheriff was a good addition. Yes, let's bring the sheriff in. <laughs> <laughs> But the only thing that she had that was found with her was the clipping. There was a clipping for this tree lighting ceremony, you know, that was found with her for a Christmas festival. Um, so I thought that was interesting. So she really feels like she needs to go to this tree lighting ceremony and that she's going to find answers.
1: Yeah, that. That was the clipping that was found with her. And it was also, there was a personal note on the back of it. So it was definitely linked to her in some way.
0: Mm. So there we go. So she's determined to go. Like the poll says, well, hey, it's on my way. I'll take her. <laughs> Surprise. Paul <laughs> to the rescue. Because <laughs> in real life, that would never happen. They'd be, well, sorry, Bye. Bad, the sheriff bye. would arrest you and put you under house arrest so that you can't go anywhere but this is hallmark and not only is she able to go but she has this wonderful paul who says i'll take you i'm heading that way of course so um, convenient so convenient and the adventure begins i did like though that the, the sheriff did give the contact information mm-hmm. i said, you know I'd like to think most sheriff's office would be that way. Probably not in this day and age, but it was very nice of her to give the card and say, if you need anything, you know, give me a call and he will keep in contact with her to like keep her up to date with what's going on with her case if they find anything. And I thought it was so nice that the hospital staff took up a collection for her to have spending money. And they bought her clothes, too. <laughs> I know. It was really cute. It was. You know, which to me is the true season of, you know, the reason for Christmas. So I thought that was really nice.
1: There was definitely a lot of those nice little things in this movie.
0: Yes, but very in the spirit of Christmas. That's it. The spirit of Christmas, you (laughs) you know, that they were concerned about her and wanted to make sure that, you know, she was set to go. And I thought that was great. Um, So their first stop, they met this wonderful lady, which again is an homage back to one of the first movies, and helped her decorate the tree. She let them stay there, and they had an interesting time there with decorating, and on the road they go. Uh, You hear from the sheriff that he's continuing to investigate. You know, you bump back so Unlike real life where they probably would have thought, ah, yeah, she's gone. We'll leave this case. He's kind enough to keep it going and go in and talk to the diner lady.
1: Yeah, he was definitely very involved in trying to figure out uh, where she was from, who she was, and get answers for her, which was really nice.
0: I did think that was very nice. And one would like to think that that would happen in real life. I think she would remembered that the last thing she remembered was the diner or she had a pin from the diner. So yes. they, so I thought it was great. He went in to talk to the lady at the, at the diner who happened to give him the information that she did have a purple bag with her when she was at the diner. Mm-hmm. So that was good. A little lead there. You know, So when Jane checked, you know, she checked in with the sheriff. So they did tell her that, you know, that they did find that there was a bag and they'll look for it. So there we go. So <laughs> next um Paul helped but I thought it was interesting too that Paul helps her to find out what she likes as they go along do you like hot chocolate or do you like coffee <laughs> she's like I don't know that was cute so he does <laughs> that,
1: what the and hot he, chocolate and eggnog and... yes <laughs> they're trying them all
0: <laughs> so I thought that was cute well let's order a bunch and let's find out what you do like and what you don't like You know, so I did think that was cute, but she did like the hot chocolate, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes, it was the hot chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought that was cute. So then they were trying to find a place to stay for the night where where they were and there was nothing available. So I thought it was interesting that they did end up at one of Paul's relatives house. Mm -hmm. I didn't catch. Did you catch catch who that was? Um, no. Okay, I didn't catch if it was a cousin. I had a kind of feeling it was more of a cousin. It didn't seem I, like an immediate.
1: I think it was a cousin. I think the, the, the male was a cousin and okay. the wife.
0: That's what I thought. So, But uh, there's so much in all these movies. It is hard to catch every little thing. Um, so they, they stopped in and were able to stay there for the night. And they had a good visit. Um, they're having a baby. So I thought that was neat that the wife was pregnant. Um, They did mention naming the baby after Ben. So then that's when Jane finds out that Ben's brother, who he's talked about, is passed away. So that's the first we get that little bit of, okay, he was going home for Christmas. So now we get this little nugget of, okay... His, his brother died. So maybe that's why he's going home for Christmas because the family's had a loss. Yeah. So. Did then, you
1: also notice that the, the little boy in that family was the same little boy from Coyote Creek?
0: No, I did not.
1: I was very <laughs> excited that it was
0: him. <laughs> <laughs> that I didn't catch up. I didn't catch that. So there you go. Yeah, I love those little nuggets. <laughs> But um, we do find that Paul feels guilty that he tells, um, you know, talking to Jane that he feels guilty that he was supposed to go home for Christmas and his brother was sick and he made excuses. And so this is where we find, you know, he finally tells her that um, he made excuses. He had work, you know. Chris, it was just not imperative for him to get home for that Christmas. And he thought he had more time with the brother and the brother didn't make it. Mm hmm. Yeah, you know, So I thought that was nice that he told her, and he said he never told that to anybody before, Yeah, you know, which is good to get that out. And I thought, okay, this is good. They're really bonding that he feels comfortable to tell her this. Right. Yeah. You know, so part of his journey with going back home for Christmas was he was able to verbalize that, that he hadn't been able to tell anybody.
1: And we also find out that he hadn't talked to the brother's wife either.
0: Right. Correct. But so I, you there's know,
1: still that rift as well.
0: Yes. But I did think, you know, it was good that Jane did help him to talk about his brother. Um, and he did talk with the relative a little bit too, the cousin or whoever that was. Right. And, the, you know, he did encourage the cousin who had wanted to open up a restaurant. He did encourage him not to wait to open up his own restaurant. You know, but yes, they had a snowball fight with the kid, but I did not realize that that was the kid from Coyote Creek. So that's awesome. That snowball fight looked like so much fun. Yes, they had the <laughs> snowball fight. <laughs> and yes, you wonder if they do have fun on set doing that, too, when they're able to kind of have stuff like that.
1: I would hope that it would be as fun as it looks.
0: I think so. I, I think they do have, you know, you, when you do get snippets of some live interviews with some of the, the cast members here or there, you know, it does seem like they do have fun on set with stuff like that. But anyway, they she went to um, she went to grab the, his keys. They were talking about it was time to head the road and head out back on the road. And she was um, going back forth who was going to drive. And she's like, I want to drive. So she grabbed his keys and had a flashback. So he decides, maybe you shouldn't drive. So when they're on the road, she finally opened up and talked to him about the flashback. Um, I'm trying to remember what that was. It was just a blip of somebody uh, at the door, a Mark, guy.
1: Yes. She saw herself um, speaking with Mark, who happened to be the name that was written on that article uh, of the newspaper clipping. It wasn't much of a memory though
0: no but it was a just right it was just a little disturbing that this is the first time that something's coming back to her you know in a flashback like that so she was a little taken aback by it what does it mean and yeah so all she has is the name mark and that this person is mark so there's a clue though Mm -hmm.
1: and now you're wondering who is mark is it a husband a boyfriend Mm. a brother who is it
0: (laughs) exactly Exactly. So it's interesting is, you know, so obviously he drives, but as they're driving, there's more talking happening, opening up. And we do find out that um, his parents are dead, too, and Mm -hmm. that Ben's wife is pretty much the only one left and that he hasn't talked to her for a while. You know, and he is going home just to see his brother for closure. Yeah, but that's when it does come out that he hasn't spoken to Ben's wife and there's something. A wall there and a rift that needs to be dealt with.
1: Right. And she
0: encourages
1: him to reach out.
0: Right. And um of course they stop in these movies. And there's a wonderful outdoor Christmassy market, which I wish we had more of. <laughs> I know. Where
1: are our markets?
0: <laughs> you know, so yeah, they've stopped, outdoor markets with all these little booths, you know, that they're walking and they're talking. You know, and so then they danced, and I thought that was really nice with the dance out there at the open market so oh,
1: and that's when she tells him about her story writing,
0: yes, yes, you know, so yes, but it was it was just so cute. they're out there in the middle of this little outdoor market thing and have a nice dance, so they go to get back on the road, but the car won't start <laughs> now that is real life. <laughs> That would happen to me. (laughs) So car trouble, which is very realistic. So I'm buying that. Um, So they get the car to be looked at. And I thought it's cute. They end up inside a church listening to the choir. The song, Oh Holy Night and a
1: beautiful choir rendition as well
0: it was it was but very christmas that that made the list for my magical christmas rating Mm -hmm. that they did have the church choir outdoor christmas market was there christmas choir snow i mean church choir doing christmas songs snowball fight so yes they're racking up the christmas magic in this movie here so yes they are so let's see so they're listening to the choir they Find a dog outside the church. So then they're chasing after this dog to see if it has tags, and they can find the owner by reading the tag. Um, so so they're out there um, you know, chasing the dog, and they end up chasing, following the dog to this house, and lo and behold, a woman opens up the door. <laughs> and we know this woman because it's Alison Sweeney. <laughs> So and it's her dog, which is another throwback to one of the other movies that Mm -hmm. Allison Sweeney was in. So one of the other "Time to Come Home" movies that was Allison Sweeney, and she's grateful to them for getting her dog back, and she sends them with croissants. And there's something to do with the other movie she was in with baked goods and croissants. Besides the murder, she baked mysteries. (laughs) They're tying it in. But, you know, I didn't realize that till after I got through that these all these little visits were homages to other movies, which I thought was cute. I remember her being in one, but I don't remember baked goods, probably because I'm a murder mystery person and I'm more familiar with the murder she baked Hannah Swenson movies.
1: She said it was something to do with her husband's bakery or her bakery and they were her husband's favorite or something along those lines. So I don't
0: know if that. That was, (laughs) it did, it had something to do with the time to come home movie she was in, which I've thought I saw, but I'll have to go back and try to find that one again now, just to rewatch that, because it's said, I like that they tie everything in, you're like, now I gotta go back and check that out again. Yeah. (laughs) Meanwhile, in between the sheriff does call her to update her that they did find a bag and there's a laptop in it. Not able to get anything off the laptop yet because it was wet. It was in the water, but there was a kid sweater that had like a heart on it. So then it, you know, maybe she's a mom. So that was all that there was just a kid sweater with the heart. So and then, she knows
1: her name by that point too. Yeah, she remembered her name.
0: Correct, and that's it. So then she has a um, another flashback when he hands her the box of croissants. So it's right, when, when she hands them, thanks them, and hands them the box of croissants, she has a flashback of somebody else handing her a Christmas box and calling her Rebecca. So she remembers that her name is Rebecca. So we've got a little bit of a guy named Mark. Her name's Rebecca. So we got that. She's very excited, actually, to remember her name, and who wouldn't? I think that'd be the worst thing, to not even know your name. Yeah, And then, of course, in Hallmark fashion, his phone rings and it's the garage about the car. <laughs> <laughs> so they get to the garage and she says, it's Mark, the man in her memory. She remembered his actual name, that that was Mark. And um, so I said, now they're wondering, though, is she a mom? There's a kid sweater. Can, and then she's frustrated, like, am I a mom and I don't remember my kid? Which would be horrible. <laughs> right. She's being mom something
1: about how can a person not remember their own child.
0: Right. So we're left with that. Car manages to get fixed. It's not a big problem. It's not expensive. So they get the car fixed. They're done. They're back on the road. And as they're driving, um, she, I guess we should call her Rebecca at this point, tells Paul that he should call the sister-in-law, Marissa. You know, that's something he needs to do. Mm -hmm. You know, so I thought that was nice of her to realize that that was still bugging him. And maybe that is something he needs to, to deal with. So now they make it. He gets her to the tree light in Charlestown. So she makes it there. He drops her off and he parks the car. And we see her walking around and she sees the guy, Mark. She sees the guy that was in her flashback. So she knew that was him. Right. You know, and he hugs her so you just see that and then you see that paul's seeing that that fantastic timing i know <laughs> you know and of course then as, as he sees that a little girl walks up you know so then that's all he sees so you know then it cues back to her conveniently so you don't necessarily see all of paul's reaction um but she has to tell him she doesn't know who he is and then the lady walks up and starts yelling <laughs> at her, which I thought was a great touch at this point. I didn't and that's, know what
1: to make of her in that moment.
0: I didn't either. And that's so like, okay, you get to think, you don't even know who you are. You don't even really know who this guy is. You just recognize him from a flashback, you know, and then mm-hmm. it's this lady's yelling at her like, how dare she have some nerve showing up there. So you're kind of like, okay, now we're getting somewhere and it doesn't seem very good. (laughs) And this lady is screaming at her that your parents have been looking for you. Um, So we do find out that Mark is the brother-in-law and that that is her sister, Annie. And the little girl is her niece. So she runs to find Paul and tell him. And of course, she can't find him. You know, so obviously where they uncued Paul has seen that thinks it's his her family and he leaves. And I was so sad. <laughs> it's like, get the whole story before you leave somewhere. Perception. I, yeah, I
1: kind of wondered like the whole time he's been there making sure she's getting to where she needs to go. And then he just leaves her with this person that we don't know who he actually is. <laughs>
0: But that's because they made assumptions that that must be her husband and she must have a daughter. So, again, they made all these assumptions of what possibly was there. So he just assumed we were right. That's her husband. That's her daughter. Because he didn't see the lady. He he obviously left before the lady started screaming, (laughs) which he missed the best part. She was really good. Um, so we do find out that she had a fight with her sister the Christmas before, that um, she had a job and she quit her job to want to write full time. And they were in the midst of putting the mom in a nursing home and she was supposed to help pay for that. And the sister got angry, like, well, you quit your job. Now I'm going to have to pay the whole bill for mom to be in the nursing home. We talked about this. You were going to help pay. So that's the whole point of the fight. So the sister was mad. And I guess they really, you know, hadn't spoken too much. Mm -hmm. Um, So Mark actually had invited her behind her sister's back. So the brother-in-law was, what a good brother-in-law to realize That that relationship with the sisters was so important. So he invited her to the tree lighting to get that. That's why it's encrypted. So figuring if they saw each other, it would make them talk and get back together.
1: That was definitely a good move on his part.
0: Definitely. There should be more brother-in-laws like that (laughs) who are willing to do that for their wives. Um, So then we cue back to Paul in his car that he's making a call. And we see him meeting with marissa Mm -hmm. which i thought was nice that they finally get to talk so i thought oh so that's so we see that and then we go cue back to rebecca and her sister they're talking so a lot of you know a lot of talking on both sides which needed to happen um which i thought was really nice um and then i thought that she had the note from paul in her bag and i thought That was so emotional. That was so nice of him to stick the little note in her bag. It was really sweet. So it was. And this is where we cue back to see Paul at his brother's grave. He's talking to his brother, saying things that he needed to just physically say and hear come out of him um, for his own well-being. And I thought that, you know, I think he finally, between the sister-in-law and that, was getting closure. Mm Mm-hmm. So then he goes back to his hotel and Rebecca's there it's like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, she remembered that that's where he said he was staying. The and I only thought that... hotel in the whole town. Well, yes, exactly. Because <laughs> he made it a point to say that there was only one mm-hmm. hotel because when she asked him, would he be staying with his parents? And that's when he said no. His parents had passed, but there was only one hotel. So he didn't have a choice. And that's where. He would be staying. So I thought that was neat that she did remember that and went to meet him there. And she came to invite him to her family Christmas party. So that was really nice that he was happy her memories are back. He seemed happy to hear that obviously Mark was her brother-in-law, the girl <laughs> is the niece. So we get the whole story. <laughs> <laughs> so they both um, you know, obviously he brought her up to date on his resolution there that he had gotten to talk with a sister-in-law, go to the grave. And um, so full circle there, they kiss recap the people who were part of their journey. um, The movie did, and they go to the Christmas party and hopefully live happily ever after.
1: (laughs) It seems that way. Yes. So we'll leave it at that.
0: So I thought it was cool that they both found family. They both found the forgiveness they needed for themselves, for other people, and they found love
1: mm-hmm.
0: in true Hallmark style. Of
1: course,
0: of course, it was a good one. It was a it was. good one. I liked this
1: one.
0: I did enjoy this one. Um, so I did give it a Christmas magic rating of four. I thought it was very Christmassy. <laughs> did you feel Christmas throughout it? Yeah, I think that's appropriate. Okay. I said There were paper snowflakes. There was a small Christmas tree that was left. There was a snowball fight. There were Christmas gifts, the outdoor market. Uh, most of all, I think that the true spirit of the hospital people giving um, to her with the money and the clothes. And then you had them giving the dog back to the lady and her giving them the croissants. So you had... You know, again, giving, making sure the dog got home, helping other people. So I thought it was very Christmassy, Christmas spirit and Christmas magic throughout. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> now, how did you rate it on four out of on yeah, out of five five hearts? How would you rate it? Um hmm.
1: <laughs> You know, I'd probably give it somewhere between like a three
0: and a four okay that's not bad i gave it a four out of five and it was uh, it was tough between three and a four mm. i love jesse Schram. i do too i generally <laughs> like brendan penny and i thought they were good together but something was missing for me there was just that little something that they weren't the wow couple for me probably right. just her- But because her memory was missing, (laughs) (laughs) there really was something missing. I think they were
1: fun, but they, but I, I agree. There was definitely something like chemistry wise, I guess.
0: And Um, I gave it a four because I'm thinking that that they almost acted that to work because they really each were missing something. mm -hmm. She was missing her memory And he was kind of missing closure from his brother. Right. So I kind of, when I went back and thought about it, thinking, yeah, I'm kind of missing a little something between the two of them till almost the very end. But I think maybe we were supposed to. That makes sense. Right. Because each of them was really missing a part of themselves that wasn't really there, you know, and they were each kind of figuring it out. So... So, yeah, so I thought, okay, four, because I think that kind of met the whole point of the movie, you know, and it wasn't until the end that they really, I really kind of felt they connected.
1: Yeah, there was definitely more connection at the end, especially when they were at the party, you could kind of tell.
0: Yes. So when I kind of thought about it, like, well, that kind of maybe is supposed to be, they maybe both played that very well, that they weren't really a full connection right on, because in between connecting together they were still looking for the parts that they were missing themselves Mm -hmm. so so yeah so overall I liked it I liked them both of them I thought the storyline was great it was a little different
1: yeah I liked the the puzzle pieces
0: yes not your typical amnesia story Mm -hmm. (laughs) because yes we've done that before (laughs) you know it's a, it's a typical Hallmark thing, you know. I mean, we've all watched movies with the amnesia thing before. Right. But I, I thought it would stick with the little bits of mystery on both sides of them that, that you know, that it made it flow. And I thought both of them um, helped the movie move along and be fun. Yes. And I thought, again, the visits tying this time for them to come home for Christmas back to the other, you know, home for Christmas movies. And then, of course, you've got the Blake Shelton song that has to play throughout the movie, which is what they dance to, the actual song, <laughs> Time to Come Home for Christmas. So, ties all the movies in. My OCD <laughs> likes that. They're all tied together. So, I liked it. Any, anything else? Any other observations you had?
1: No, I mean, I think... We pretty much covered everything that I was thinking of. I like your perspective on why it felt like it was missing something. I hadn't really thought of it that way. That
0: makes a lot of sense. Well, I did have to think about it because I'm kind of like, hmm. When I when I you know first got done with it, I'm like, hmm. I'm a little. I'm usually a big Jesse Tram fan, but I'm thinking, what what's missing in this movie? Something was a little missing for me. But then when I thought about it, I was like, duh, that was supposed to be because she's missing. <laughs> finding out who, you know, she didn't know who she was. She was missing herself for quite a bit of the movie. He was missing a part of himself from what he couldn't forgive for his brother. You know, the comments I read on, you know, some of the groups on this, um, other people too had um, good things to say. Well done, great cast, worth the tears I shed throughout the movie. Great movie, loved it, loved it, good. Um, You know, so... Going on the favorite list. So this overall, majority of people who did seem to watch this, you know, did see did seem to like it, need to make a next chapter. I'm sure they will. So, although I'm I was stupid me, you know, because I think of I overthink things. Thinking, hmm, what are they gonna call the next one? We've had time <laughs> for you to come home for Christmas, you know, time for me to come home for Christmas, not time for them, time for us. So it will be interesting to see. What are they going to call the next one?
1: They're going to have to get creative.
0: <laughs> so, yes, they're going to have to get creative. But, um, you know, they did say, did you catch Allison Sweeney? Um, they did refer to the time for you to come home for. Um, so someone did say, seeing Alice and Sweeney give them winter's croissants, but said her husband was looking for the dog. assume it referred to the ho- her holiday movie time for you to come home that I just watched. So see that did relate in. Mm-hmm. So yes, um, you know, Blake Shelton song. Um, but yes, the cameo quite a few of the movies this year have had cameos from other hallmark actors, so that was really nice, especially because yeah, I that- like seeing them. Yeah so that was cute but it said overall people did recognize that and you know i don't see any bad comments here so everybody else this was a a big win it was a big favorite um people tended to love it love it as we did too so oh yeah that was the one she was in um time to come home with Allison sweeney and lucas bryant was in that one too so yes i do vaguely remember that's been that was one of the first ones so i do i i i know i've seen that but i will have to refresh now that they've tied it in
1: yeah i'll have to watch that one as well
0: yes all right well i think we've covered that but uh so if you haven't seen it people go watch it it was really good everyone else um in the groups on facebook and other places everyone else that i read seems to have thought the same thing so it is definitely worth watching it's definitely one i would watch again would you watch it again yeah i would yeah i'd watch that again so and not just when i'm desperate watch it again so it was good (laughs) all right well thank you very much and that ends this podcast and join us again when we review another movie so bye